Thank you for joining us at the Center for Spiritual Living Seattle. We hope you enjoy this podcast. And for further information about our center, or if you wish to make a donation, please visit us at spiritualliving.org. Good morning. I'm Reverend Judy Ann Davis Young. It's a privilege and an honor to be your guest speaker today. Our talk tomorrow today is, are you hiding in plain sight? Let me tell you my experience with hiding in plain sight. The first time I hid or was called out for hiding in plain sight, I was in Anchorage, Alaska, which is home to me. And there I was, I went to see a famous storyteller. And I was a few minutes late, so I snuck in the back door and I eased over into a seat and I sat there mesmerized. Well, after her show, she was greeting some of the guests. And I couldn't wait to shake her hand and tell her how fabulous I thought she was. Well, I shook her hand and she said, why did you do that? And I looked around, do what? She said, why did you try to hide in plain sight? And before I could reply, she said, let me tell you something. You can never hide in plain sight. I felt you when you walked in. I felt the gush of your presence. When you opened the door, I knew you were there. I looked up and I saw you even in the shadow. I could see you. You will never be able to hide. So I thought about that afterwards and I thought, what is she really trying to tell me? And I realized that I had a presence and I needed to own that. If you can't hide in plain sight, you might as well stand boldly in the truth of who you are and live authentically from that truth. So today we're going to talk about, hmm, are you hiding? Some of you are. You know how I know? This pandemic has given us an opportunity. We put on the mask. Some of us put on sunglasses and a hat. And honey, we could get away with robbing banks and no one would know who we are. Well, guess what? The pandemic is going to end, and who are you going to be? I have an invitation to you. Be the magnificent, awesome expression of God you were born to be. You don't need to be anything else. Live from the place that God made you. I I love this from the book of Jeremiah. It's, It's, I believe, chapter... 5 verse 1, Jeremiah questions God about his assignment. And God says to Jeremiah, I knew you before I formed you in your mother's womb. Do you know what that means? I knew you. I knew you before you knew yourself. And he goes on to say, I appointed you as a prophet to the nations. So I went to look and to understand, well, what exactly is a prophet? And a prophet is nothing more than a teacher. A prophet is someone that teaches and believes strongly in God. I would say if you're here today, chances are you're a prophet and you're a teacher. I can tell you from my own personal experience, I've done a lot of memorials and funerals 
And people will stand up and they'll talk about the impact someone had on their life. We are teaching people all the time. We're teaching our children. We're teaching our coworkers, our spouses, and our friends. We're teaching by the way we stand in our lives. Stand authentically. You don't want to be nondescript. You want people to know if your name is Joe, they don't have to just confuse you with the other Joe. Be like Jeremiah. He questioned, well, well wait a minute. God, are you sure? Am I the one? God doesn't make mistakes. God didn't make a mistake when you were born. Even if you fall down and you trip multiple times, there are no mistakes. There's just learning opportunities. And that authentic you knows this. That authentic you is waiting on you to chip away at the unnecessary pieces. I call it domestication. We've all been domesticated. We were domesticated as children. We were taught to color within the lines. No, Judy Ann, you cannot color out there. No, you cannot have polka dotted. Well, why not? We learn how to say no. We're told no. That's the first word we learn. No, don't do that. No, don't do this. No, don't tell the truth about the fat lady at the grocery store. No, no, no. Be be polite. Sometimes we're so polite we lose our way because we're trying to fit into a social construct when we were definitely born to stand out. Well, Florence Shin, an old friend of mine, I met her in the early 1990s. She wrote a book called The Game of Life and How to Play It. I fell into this little book. It's only like 101 pages, but every page is yummy and juicy. And I came across a section that she wrote, and she calls it, let me make sure that I don't misquote her. She goes on to say, it is the four corners of life. Now, here's what happens with those four corners. Each corner is significant. There is your wealth, your health, love, and divine self-expression. Florence says, if you have all of those, you've got everything you need. And I believe her. And in my teaching others to be as bold as they can be, I always tell them, don't look for someone to tell you what to see. Look to see what direction they're pointing in and then go about your own way. Because no one came here to be you. You are perfect unto yourself. The, the four squares of life, they tell you all you need to be to be the best you humanly possible. You are an original perfect expression of God. I'm going to say that again. You are an original perfect expression of God. Trust spirit. Trust yourself. You can't go wrong. How you, who's going to tell you you're wrong at being you? How do they know? They're not you. I'm never wrong at being me. Now, where I may err is if I try to imp- duplicate you, then I'm subject to getting into trouble. You came with all you need, all the talent and mastery, imagination. I love it best. I'm going to just put it in plain language for you. Take care of your star player. 
You are your star player. You're the one playing the game of your life. Take care of your star player. Even when you fall, you can't fail at being authentically who you came here to be. I had an opportunity earlier today to counsel with a man who's in prison. And he's struggling because he committed a horrendous crime. And the person, the family of the survivors, they, they have forgiven him. And I invited him to look at, has he forgiven himself? And he started out with saying, oh, I just, I don't know if I can meet with the family. And he went through all of this. And I said, let me ask you something. God kept you through 46 years of incarceration. Do you think the spirit of the divine would forsake you now? At this point, you have an opportunity to talk about your growth and your path. I will even say it a little better for you. As a prophet and as a teacher, you kind of like that small print at the bottom of the stock market sheet. It says, past performance is no indicator of future gains. Hello, somebody. Whatever you did before is no indicator of future gains. You have it within you. God made you perfect. Everything is all, you were encoded with perfection. You were encoded with mastery. All you have to do is chip away at the unnecessary pieces. And cancel, I love um, Dr. Joe Dispenza talks about living on autopilot. Cancel autopilot in your life. Wake up and decide to do it differently. Decide if you got out on the right side of the bed and your bed is against the wall, crawl down to the foot and get out of the bed. Look around you. Stop doing the same thing. Do something different. Do something absolutely different and watch your soul come awake because it realizes, ah, you know I'm here. Your soul is waiting on you to wake up. It's waiting on you to step into your power. Some people think, well, I don't know if I can do that. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. If you've ever heard of the story of David and Goliath, David was one of eight sons. He was the youngest, the run of the bunch. He was the little shepherd boy that sat out there with his slingshot, shooting at the animals, keeping them away from the flock. And they had already said that one of these young men would become king, and they had to slay Goliath. Well, they went through all the boys and everybody. Goliath was the bully of his day. He had everyone blocked. David said, hey, I'll take him on. David didn't have anything. Oh, you're not strong enough. You're not tall enough. You, you, you don't have armor. You don't have any of that. And David said, I have my slingshot. He perfected the art of his slingshot. Oh, can you imagine how they laughed? I'm going to tell you something about people laughing at you. If you cannot be a foolish beginner, you will never be a humble master. Risk being foolish to learn something new. 
Risk being foolish to strip away the things that no longer serve you. Risk being foolish to be authentically who you are. David did. And you know the story. He slayed the giant with one rock. He took five. But I'll say that one rock was the rock of faith. I have risked many times being foolish. I was counted out more than once. But I chose to keep going. I chose to not let someone else's description of me prevent me from being the absolute best that I could be. You see, I know and have had some marvelous role models in my life. And I'm going to share this story with permission from a woman who lives authentically. This story is one for the books. By, she, has, she had four sons by four different men. She had two babies before she was 17. She was a raging alcoholic, a binge drinker. Can you imagine how many people counted her out? And she learned to live authentically. She learned to not read that sign that said past performance is no indicator of future returns. In all that she went through, she had developed one skill, and it was communication. And she capitalized on it. Now she is one of the most highly sought after um, speakers in Northern California. She is a restorative justice facilitator. She does victim offender dialogues. She does circles with families, with ministers, with educators. They have flown her to Connecticut to work with the police department. She went to India because they have such a high rate of child sexual abuse there, and she educated people there. Can you imagine if she had never discovered the David within herself? And I can proudly say she called her four sons together, and I thought this was incredible, and she said, we're going to have a circle. And they were saying, oh, Mom, we love you, we love you. She said, no, 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 I know the woman that raised you. We're going to have a circle and talk about the dysfunctionality of our family. And there was great healing. But see, you have to risk being rejected. You have to risk not getting it right. You have to continue to push the envelope to be your absolute best self. Don't die with your song unsung. I will say that again. Don't die with your song unsung. You owe it to us. You are teaching us. We are teaching each other. You're leading by example. When you don't stand in your power, you're teaching your children and your grandchildren to not stand in their power. As I say, everyone that comes into my life is either a teacher or a student, and most of them are both. We're teaching each other every day. And our lifelong goal is to leave a legacy of promise, to be that prophet that speaks, to honor 
the four squares, that square of life. Once you start living authentically, your finances, your wealth, and love will just start to pour in. And perfect self-expression, perfect self-expression. It doesn't mean it needs to be loud or boisterous. It just needs to be you. It needs to be the authentic you. I remember I was expressing myself. I decided that I wanted to learn how to ride a motorcycle. And they laughed and laughed and laughed. Oh, she's having a midlife crisis. Well, if you read my bio sheet, it'll tell you I took one motorcycle ride and I went, rode through 25 states, raising money for breast cancer awareness. Can you imagine what would have happened if I had stopped? But better yet, I taught many other women how to live from the power of who they are. I took care of my star player. I learned something about the power of saying no. And I even took it a step further. Now I have what I call a hard no. When somebody approaches you with something that violates all of your senses, say that's a hard no. That means it's non-negotiable. And you get crystal clear about that. I am. If you come to me with something that is going to compromise the integrity and, and try to threaten my relationship with myself, therefore with God itself, I'll tell you it's a hard no. And if you come back, I'm going to say there's two places I'm not going to go with you. That's back and forth. I know. That's for the slow people. I'm not going to go back and forth with you. No means no. Teach your daughters how to say no. One of the most powerful lessons I ever taught was in girls in corrections. And it came to me that a lot of these girls were there because they did not know how to say no. They were lured into drugs, prostitution. They were in all kinds of things because they never learned how to say no. Learn the power of your no. Take care of your star player. Cancel the autopilot in your life. Break the habit of living by habit. Do something new. Be an inspiration just by the way you live your life. It doesn't mean you have to do anything special. Be authentic. Live it out loud. I'm going to leave you with something that has served me well. All of the places I've ever gone and the things I've ever done, seeking enlightenment. The most enlightened I've ever felt is in those quiet moments when I have sat down with the divine and allowed myself to surrender, allowed God to speak to me and through me. I noticed the increase in my wealth, the increase in my health, the increase in my love, and my total self-expression. Just because I accepted me. And I didn't need anyone's permission. And as a result of that, I realized that sometimes living authentically can be messy. 
Oh, it's not going to be smooth. Oh, you're going to trip and fall. I need to put that part in there. You, you will trip. You will slip. You will fall. And you will get up. That's what it means to be authentic. Slip, trip, fall, and get up. And repeat. Repeat. God did not give you this spirit to hide it under a cloth. God made you unique. No one else is just like you. No one else came here to be you. Don't cheat us. Be authentic. Be the best you you can be. I'm Reverend Judy Ann Davis Young, Miss Bertha's baby girl. I love you, and ain't nothing you can do about it. Let us pray. My prayer is that you recognize the square of life. My prayer is that you accept that you are a prophet. You are a teacher. My prayer is that you cancel the autopilot in your life and you live authentically even when you're unsure of the way, you get quiet. So I invite you to just go within to that secret, sacred tabernacle. You know that place where you and God are as one. My God, my God, thank you for all that you have brought us through and to. Thank you for waking us up this morning, starting us on our way. Thank you for blessing each one of us with a unique fingerprint, a unique pattern that is encoded in us. Thank you. Not one of us has to go anywhere to seek our magic. Blessing each one of us with that magic dust that makes us unique. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for allowing each one of us to be teachers of the highest magnitude. Thank you for all that you have blessed us with. I am eternally grateful for every lesson because every lesson has taught me to live more authentically. Thank you for Dr. Joe Dispenza, who I personally had an opportunity to work with, who taught me how to stop living on autopilot how to see a greater me in my mind's eye so that that me could step into the light of the truth of who I am. Thank you for anointing me with the stone of faith, just like you did, David, in the story of Goliath. Thank you for trusting me to take care of my star player. I am the MVP of my life. Thank you for my total self-expression. Thank each one that hears the tone of my voice for their total self-expression. Remove any doubt that they are not good enough. Remove any question about why they live. They live because the divine has appointed them to do so. I give thanks for this day. I give thanks for this community. I bless our nation that each one of us rises up to be our most absolute best. 
I pray for our political figures, for our government, for our people that we be healthy, that we truly create a world that works for everyone. I pray that each one of us realizes the sun shines on the just and the unjust with the same degree of brightness. I pray for total self-acceptance for anyone that can hear me here today. Know that they are loved and they have everything they need. All they have to do is chip away all of the unnecessary stuff to get to the core and the essence of their magnificence. I say thank you, Holy Spirit. And I release my word into the heart of God where I know it is heard and acted upon. As Ernest Holmes says, we have within us the power that is greater than anything we shall ever contact in the outer a power that is awesome and overcomes every obstacle in our lives and set us safe, satisfied, and at peace, healed and prosperous in a new light and in a new life. May we begin again today in a new life. I let it go. I know it is so. And together we simply say, and so it is.